There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking at Billy Bones A Paolo DiCaneo West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Proud of our history, West Ham United, more than just a podcast, more than just a podcast. Fayette, Moses, he's got a twenty Jenkins Andy Carroll, Jelovic, misses it, smashed in by Lanzini! West Ham have the lead with three minutes to go, and that's surely the winning goal. Lanzini, he's got it into Payet, this to finish it! Afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, my name's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Good afternoon, George. And here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How's it going? It's going wonderful, as it probably is for most of us. Most yeah. of us and our listeners. We walked into work. I had a few bets to collect from Palace fans in my office. How much did you win? Two pounds. Oh, <laughs> I had two, two Palace fans. The only two that bet me a pound each. It paid for my sandwich today. I had I had a chicken That's a and cheap sweet sandwich. Oh, it is a chicken cheap sandwich. and sweet corn roll for two pounds. Two pound twenty. I put twenty p in myself. <laughs> <laughs> Last of the big spenders. Yep. So yes, as you just heard, we uh, won away at Crystal Palace. Hey. That yeah. inspirational commentary, the the new and memorable chant of Dimitri Payet. We got Payet. I wonder where that starts. Pie, yeah. I wonder where yeah, it starts. Like Sean, Sean they heard it earlier. Understand. Yeah, Sean, don't we heard it. Don't think you quite understand. <laughs> you not just right don't words, understand. Either. Just don't think you understand. Man. He's better than Zidane. We've got Dimitri Payet. It's a good job he sung it, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's in my head. It won't go. Since Saturday, it's been going round and round in my head, and it won't leave. You know, one like those annoying songs that won't go. One of those catchy tunes. Yeah. Well, that's because I it's based on, on a pop Saturday. song. You hope what, sorry? I hope we sing it on I'm Saturday. sure we will. Yeah. Uh, but, Sean, you and I went. We did. We had a great away day. It was day. a good day out. Uh, made, obviously, 100 times better by the result and the yeah. performance. As I put up on the Facebook group, it was a West Ham way away day. You love to buy into the West Ham way. I do. And we've got an outside broadcast. Are we playing that now? Yeah, let's play the outside broadcast. Because then after that, we day. can talk about the game. And we, we went to the railway... Uh, Telegraph. And um, we met Not up with Sydney Hammers. We did. Spoke to Robbie Byrne and Matt, I think his name was. Yeah. So let's start with that, shall we? Here is our outside broadcast tape from Crystal Palace Away. Enjoy. What's my official title? Social media. And we welcome to Morning Just a Podcast with the outside broadcast. We're in the Railway Telegraph, the away game at Palace. Yeah, and we've had a few beers already. George is here. Hello, watching the cricket. And uh, yeah, we've bumped into uh, the Sydney Hammers with uh, authentic chairman <laughs> Robbie, the Irish mad Aussie. 
How's it going? <laughs> it's good, it's good. And just for a little bit of authentic, Aussie, it's Matt, isn't it? Uh, that's an authentic how you going. Yeah, excellent. So, guys, first of all, what brings you 10,000 miles? 10,000 miles to watch a game against, against Palace at West Ham? Oh, well, this is the last season's uh, at Upton Park, so we had to get to a game. Unfortunately, uh, scheduling and all the rest didn't work out that I get to a home game, so this is the next best thing. But, yeah, just excited to be at a game for the last season at Upton Park. And how many of you come over? Uh, there's about 10 of us here, I think, from, from Australia, which is pretty good, considering we uh, might have only 10 in the pub in Sydney tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, what brought you over today? Uh, I live here currently for about a year, but I think I came over West Ham, you know, you know the year, year 14,000 kilometres away. You can only watch it on TV, but when you can watch it every single week, I mean, you can't beat that, can you? Yeah. How many, how many members have you got now in the Aussie, uh, sorry, the Sydney Hammers? Yeah, uh, so in the Sydney Hammers, we've got, we judge it by our Facebook page, we've got about 700, but a lot of crossover with the other groups as well, the Brisbane Hammers, Melbourne Hammers, Adelaide Hammers, Perth Hammers, and then uh, K up north on our own. <laughs> how about the Canberra Hammers? Is there a Canberra Hammers? <laughs> uh, no, the Canberra, ha Canberra Hammers are a lot to themselves, you know, they're a splinter group. Is it true that Canberra is just full of politicians, prostitutes, lawyers and fireworks? Uh, did you mention porn? <laughs> well, prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's spot on. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Prediction for today, right? Hopefully you've been following the season too far. This is where we test your knowledge. Rob? Test his knowledge. No, Rob first. <laughs> what do you reckon? How will we set up? Who will score? What will the final score be? Oh, look, I think Simon Mann will be playing up front. I think um, you'll have Kevin Bradford in midfield with Kieran Foley. Um, Powerhouses in midfield. Um, and then I reckon probably Foley will score an own goal, but we'll win 2-1. Excellent, excellent. Matt, something a bit more sensible. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Robbie Burns injured, so he can't play today. Um, but I think the way West Ham have defended this season, there'll be goals, and hopefully we can score one more than they can, because... I don't know, maybe 2-1, maybe what do you reckon? Uh, uh, We're going to ask uh, George as well for his prediction. 4-0 West Ham. 4-0 <laughs> West Ham, he has had two beers and he is hungover, so I don't know. I'm going to do my normal prediction for a 1-0 win. On a serious note, I read something about one of your members has got heart surgery, just had heart surgery. Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, Mick Goddard is a, a big Sydney hammer. He comes to some, some of the meets. Uh, he makes all these beautiful bumper stickers for the, for the boys. And uh, his little son, Kai, has had his third open heart surgery. And uh, when he was in bed recovering, had his West Ham jersey, you know, right at the top by his pillow. And uh, send our best wishes to Mick, son, Kai, and the family. We're all thinking of him. But an amazing response from everyone around the world, not just West Ham fans, but, you know, uh, Premier League teams all around the world tweeting us, you know, put message on our Facebook page. And uh, it's great to see the support from everyone. And, uh, yeah, best to Mick and his family. Well, we wish him all the best of luck as well. And the only thing to say is one, two, three. Come, Come on, you hands! Pick off. Palace versus West Ham. We should have scored already. We should have scored already. Payet was through and uh, he didn't score. I blame George. Cheers, Sean.
wasn't given, he's got to retake it. They've all cheered. Let's see if he saves it second time. Oh, he got his hand to it, but it's still one all. The result is still the same. is history we celebrated after that yeah so 15 minutes they carried on singing the Dimitri Payet we were out pretty much after the full time but we did watch the West Ham players come over and Adrian as usual is bond with the fans he gave his jersey to a youngster right in front of us and then Mr Payet came over didn't he, he and did. uh, gave did his the shirt same thing. to someone in the crowd and Ginge came over, didn't he? He had an immense game. Ginge was quality. Yeah. I mean, first half, he wasn't um, great. No, I, mean, first I spoke yeah. to John at half-time. You actually said he's you think he needs to improve. Eight million pounds, apparently. We've got him tied up for... Who, uh, James Collins? Collins. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Lanzini. No. Collins, yeah. Collins <laughs> had an immense game. He came over, didn't he? And uh, yeah, Just sec- said that. Sec- yeah, second he half. He didn't give his shirt over, though. Second half, he was it. immense. Lanzini seems to be getting stronger and more used to it. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's, it's all looking a bit bloody good. Isn't it's it? all looking a bit too good. It's, it is. It's, it's very worrying. Fourth in the league. Fourth <laughs> in the league. Briefly third. Uh, we're second in the form table for overall form in the last six games. We're the only team um, in the top four not to have lost a game. Arsenal are above us, but they lost one and won five. We've won four, drawn two. And when you look at our away form, our away form is the best in the league. We've earned 13 points from away. So what was that you were saying about the last, last six games? Oh, in the last, last six, six games. games. Um, so we've earned 13 points from the last six games away. Um, the only team in the whole of Europe's five top leagues is PSV, who, who've done better than us in the top five leagues in Europe. PSV or PSG? PSG. Is it French or Dutch, Sean? It's PSG, uh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, the it's French, French team? French yeah. team. Okay. Not bad company, then. Yeah, not bad company to keep. It's they've, they've earned 16 points, by the way. Quick stat attack. Uh, we had 62% possession. The Eagles, have you written it here? Yeah. Is third, we've had 38% possession. You can Probably. stick that bloody eagle up your ass. It's flying backwards and forwards. Uh, we had 24 shots with four on target. They only Ooh. had six shots with one on target. Yeah. So we dominated them. We dominated them. did go down them. to 10 men. We dominated them. Stupid, stupid play from Dwight Gale. Gale was giving us a bit of trouble before that, wasn't he? Mm. Well, I don't think he was particularly causing a great deal of much quality, but he was being a pain. Yeah. Adrian was getting up with him. Yeah, yeah he was. He started, he was getting... It was silly. He, he, did, he did cost... That last one was just stupid. Well, you didn't jump in like that when you were on a yellow card. You just, yeah. don't, you just well, don't Well, I, I, was, I was at the bar at the time. When I was, he, when I was a bit disappointed off. that um, Pardew came out and blamed the referee for that and said that yeah. he should have thought about it a bit more and... Taken the occasion into mind, but it's it's just, just, was it was it, it, it was it was two it was two yellows and it was a sending off. But you know, Pardew's going to say what he wants about that sort of thing. Well, that's what Pardew, his own player. That's isn't he, what Pardew stuff. said. But, you know. but let's hear 
Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, sure. Let's, let's see what the gaffer has to say. It was very hard fought for, wasn't it? But a, a fourth away win this season, well done. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a hard game. This is like I just said to the guys uh, before the game or last night when we were in the hotel analysing them, that uh, this is the game that I'm looking forward the most because, uh, because Palace, they, they are playing as a team, they have a pace, they have a, a lot of players up front, all up front players who can make a pitch very short. And they are fighting, they are, they are what a manager wants his team to be. Uh, so, me and my staff, we were really, it was a big test for us. But the way we approached it, the way we played from the beginning, with the confidence, with the respect for them, but with the confidence, with passing the ball and all that. Uh, I'm so proud and this is so far for me the proudest moment because this is the win that, uh, that uh, the way we've done it makes me really, really proud of, of uh, our club. Fair to say the game changed, though, with the, with the sending off. Yeah, it's changed, but, uh, OK, I can't be objective, but I think that from the first moment they had their chances. They, they're going to always have their chances. They have four up-front guys and enough quality, first of all. Every set-piece or a corner is a massive chance for them. They are good in that, the best in the Premier League. Then every long ball, they, are, they have pace, and they're going to get their chances. And they, they can score goals against, and they're scoring against any team the most of the games but we were I was confident that helped us of course the second half they were they have like sporadically uh, they, they they defended deep I defend they they defended well maybe we would have more chances to score if it was 11 against 11 it was much easier for us in the defense but uh, so it helped of course it helped but uh, but I think overall from the first moment from the first chance that we got in a second minute uh, we 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 deserve it. We deserve it. And when you're up against ten men and they're playing so deep, how important is it for you to keep two men wide, make the pitch big, so that chances will come? Very important. And we were doing that, especially that we had wide the players who have a great skill and also pace and ability to go one against one. Whether that's Dimitri, Victor. Or, or Zarate, where he came on. We have the presence in the box, around the box. We had with Lanzini and Cuyate uh, quick switching sides that we didn't switch that quick. It should have been quicker. But, but at the end of the day, uh, mm, that's the only way you can beat it. And still you have to be aware of their counterattacks. Our two center halves done great. It's hard to play this, this, this kind of the games. And as I said, uh, we deserved it. We were patient, but we wanted to win. We wanted to win. And uh, happy hammers. Happy hammers indeed. Happy hammers. Happy hammers. Yes. What do you think he, what do you think about what he said there, John? Well, I agree with him. You, know, <laughs> you I, say that every the, week, and every uh, week you don't bloody listen to I me. I think the more and more I hear the man, the more I'm falling in love with him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. he's nice. in love with Lanzini because he gave him a big smackaroo. He's just such an absolute breath of fresh air, isn't he? He's, he's enthusiastic. He's just respectful to everything, everyone, the opposition, our fans, our club, everything. It's just, it's just nice. It's just good to have someone it's just nice quality yeah. at the helm. And so Allardyce lost. Don't, I don't even want to mention yeah, that yeah. man. Well, you, you kept mentioning that, and everyone was just like, don't really care. Yeah. That's it. You've got to let that go now. Yeah, Let it go. Even though there was a massive chant at one point, are oh, you watching Allardyce? Oh, are you watching Allardyce? Yeah. Uh, we started this podcast four years ago now. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. And founded by our own uh, George. In the first, the first year, or was it the first year, or halfway through the first season, we had a feature called David Gold Question Time. Time, time, time. time. We did. Uh, that was when we. When he used to have to l answer a lot. Used to more answer a lot of questions on Twitter, and we used to reenact them. So if you've been listening since then, thank you for staying. Firstly, and uh, I hope we've got a bit better since then. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but. Instead of reenacting 
the questions and John pretending to be David Gold, <laughs> we've actually got David Gold on the podcast. Mm. David Gold. Can you believe that? It's the same way. Have you still got no, the I jingle? Because I did the interview. Oh, yeah, you did the interview, but no, I haven't got the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I did actually just edit a bit out because I said we had it and then I couldn't find it. We have. Oh it's well. on our old computer somewhere. We'll have a look yeah. next one. For part anyway. Two. For anyway, part we've two. got two parts of an interview with David Gold, which yeah. you recorded yesterday, yeah. Sunday the 18th of October. Yeah, no, David gave up his afternoon. He was in the garden and he came to speak to me and uh, we had a good chat for over 50 minutes. And, and this is the first sort of 23 minutes of it. Uh, it's the latest Clarence and Hugh interview, I think number five from memory. Um, yeah, here's DG. DG. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. He played for the West Ham Colts for four years as an outside left between 1950 and 1954. He freely admits he used to bunk into the bowling grounds without paying as a youngster. He's now the joint owner of West Ham for the last five years. He bought it when he was 73 years young. Uh, it's David Gold, or better known as DG. Welcome, Mr. Chairman. Oh, thank you very much, Sean. Uh, good to be on your uh, program. Uh, it must have been a lifetime ago that you uh, were playing for the West Ham boys. Any regrets for, for not being able to uh, make it as a professional footballer? Well, sure, you know, I mean, we all have regrets. There's hardly a person that you meet that uh, you know, didn't think that at one time they might be a professional footballer. Um, uh, sadly, that, uh, you know, that didn't happen. Um, for a, for a moment, I thought I was good enough, um, but a number of things got in its way. Um, I, I, I suppose the most important thing that got in the way was uh, the fact that I had to make a living at that time, and, and being a, uh, 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 being offered professional terms, I think it was 30 shillings a week. Well, I could earn, uh, you know, uh, three pounds by going to work, so that was an issue as well. But having said that, had the opportunity come along, I'm, I'm sure I would have grasped it. Yeah, uh, you pay your footballers a little bit more than that nowadays. Yes, they do, don't they? So <laughs> that's a big difference. Uh, uh, I mean, we we played it for the love of the game. It uh, it didn't occur to us um, that it was a you know a way of making a living. Um, it just was something that we uh, you know desperately desperately wanted to do. All right. Well, let's let's start with everything up to date. First of all, congratulations. I was there yesterday at Selhurst Park, which I know you were at as well. Um, uh, I'm still suffering a little bit today, I must admit. Uh, it was a great day, great celebrations afterwards. And obviously it comes on the back of amazing Liverpool win, a Man City win, obviously that Arsenal win beginning day of the season. Um, and, and again against Palace, who were fourth, and, and we're now fourth. So um, I, I, I guess my first thing is, do you feel relieved and vindicated that you made the right choice in, in Slavon Village now? Oh, yes. I mean, um, I, I think we, we, knew, we, knew, we knew his CV before, before we even met him. So we knew that he was capable. Um, and indeed, as, as some of the other applicants, you know their CVs. The, uh, the issue is, you know, are you going to be able to work with this man? You know whether uh, um, whoever you're uh, interviewing, can you work with him? Is 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 he is the chemistry between you? And that's not just like a lot of clubs. Really, it's just uh, one man that would be dealing with the manager. Um, in our case, of course, uh, there's two chairman and uh, and of course uh, vice chairman Karen Brady. Now all of these people have to sort of tick the box. Yes, I can work with him. Um, and and there's no doubt of, of a number of other people that we that we interviewed. You know there were doubts. You know um, I'm not sure about this person. I'm not sure about the quality of the, of the English. You know where the English is very very bad, and you're having to use interpreters. You know that's um, a very uh, that doesn't tick the box. Well, with Slavin, not only did the English tick the box, but the chemistry ticked the box tick the box and there was another box to be ticked of course and that was um, that nobody else could do uh, and that was that he was an ex-player and therefore you know ex-players are always um, 
more warmly received by by the fan base. So we well, could he certainly that, seems to be he, yeah. He certainly seems to be warmly supported by the fans. Unlike the previous manager, it was a bit marmite. Either people loved him or, or hated him. I might hate is probably a bit of a strong word, but mm. certainly everyone seems to be on, on Slavin's side at the moment and, and singing his name. And, you know, it's great to see all the West Ham fans united at the moment. It does help when you're winning, of course. I mean, there's no, there's no question <laughs> that uh, the, key, the key to all of these things, particularly in the early stages, is to get off to a good start. Show passion. You know, West Ham fans, um, you know, they know that they don't have a divine right to win every game. But what they do have a divine right to expect, and that is that their football team is going to give 100% and they're going to see passion from their manager. And that's what they've got. That's why they're... And so when there is a downside, and there's bound to be a downturn, you don't, you know... Um, nobody wins all of the time, and and just and we've proved that. You know, we didn't beat Bournemouth. Um, you know, uh, the bookies had us like ten ten to one to win, or that. Uh... This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It was ten to one on, uh, or I should say ten to one against um, uh, Bournemouth winning, and yet they won. And yet the fans took it, um, took it on the chin. Knew that it was a, a bad day at the office, um, but they saw passion. They saw the passion of the manager, uh, and they saw us bounce back and uh, and win our next away game. So. Um, uh, it, it bodes well for the new manager, you know, that they, they will tolerate a downward side because of all the good qualities that he has. Yeah, I mean, he looks quite emotional. When I watched match, when I got back to watch Match of the Day last night, it almost seemed quite emotional in tears. Um, it, he seems really passionate about this. Oh, yes. I mean, I see him after the game. And, uh, and, and you saw it. You saw it after the, uh, after the Crystal Palace uh, side. Um, uh, after the, the Crystal Palace match, you saw uh, literally um, uh, a manager kissing one of his players. Well, you know yeah. th- that that is the um, that's the visual side of the, of, of his uh, of you know, the, the sheer delight of winning winning um, away from home again. Uh, and he, he shows his emotion. He can't help himself. He's a, an emotional, passionate man that is desperate to win. Yeah. He said, I saw in an interview, he said that he's got no real target from the board. Um, is, is that right? He's, he's got no target, beyond probably staying in the Premier League. There's, there's no target to finish a particular league position for for Slaven. Um, no, there, I mean he wasn't given a target. As, you know, nobody said we want you to finish fifteenth uh, or whatever it might be. Um, but uh, he was. It was absolutely clear that you know our initial 
requirement because of the importance of the of the two years that he was going to share with us. Those two years being the last year at um, at the bowling ground, and 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 the second year was going to be the first year at um, at the new stadium. So you know it was absolutely vital. I mean, if you can you, you can't imagine, can you, what it would be to get relegated in your last season at the at your yeah. You know, which has been the home of West Ham for over a hundred years, it would it would be unthinkable, and then to go to the Olympic Stadium in the Championship would be unthinkable. So he knew, he knew, uh, and we uh, expressed, um, you know, the our concern and and our requirement to be a um, a Premier League football uh, club, which meant uh, the bottom line. It came down to the fact. Do not get relegated. It was it was straightforward. But you know, equally, we knew that the players that were that we'd already um, was looking at even before because you know it was um, yeah we were looking at players even before um, Slavin arrived and Slavin approved of a number of players. Um, and then of course there were players that he wanted to bring in. Now all of these players, and it's very unusual. There was hardly a, a player. That Slavin wanted that David Sullivan, who uh, and um, uh, you know our um, people that seek out players, um, every single player that he wanted, we we actually got, which was remarkable. In 25 years of being in football, I've never known a, a window where we've managed. And of course, by let me, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm jumping from one thing to another, but. Um, in 25 years, uh, I've never known that we've had a, a list of targets and, and got them all. I mean, many, many of them fall by the wayside. Um, but in this instance, um, we, uh, we with, particularly with David Sullivan's um, persistence, uh, we, we pulled off a remarkable window uh, and we got everybody that we went after. So Slavin couldn't have asked for more support. He, he got fantastic support from us financially and the fact that we pursued and pursued and pursued uh, to get out to get our people or get the players in that he that he wanted. Last question on league position. Where, where do you think we can finish? Put your optimistic hat on. Personally, you, not the board. Where, where do you think we can finish realistically? Well, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, right now, and I uh, just for a moment, I am a fan, and therefore, you know, I'm optimistic. Fans in the main are optimistic. Um, they, 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 um, their expectations, their expectation levels have risen. They've risen because they've seen some quality players. They didn't know what Lancini was going to be like. They didn't. They didn't know. They. They, you know, they heard of him or they looked him up, but they didn't know what he was going to be and how he would fit in. They didn't know how Pyatt was going to settle in and become, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, the player that we, we saw at, uh, at Crystal Palace. Um, so, so a lot of these players coming in, they they really didn't know what what extra they were going to give to the team. And and they've slotted in amazingly, and 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 Abonner and and, um, and Pedro, all of these players are are, 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 are fitting so well that now um, fans are going to be saying, be saying, do you know what we could finish in the top six? That's what they're saying. Do you think we can finish in the top six? So yeah, I do. In your fan I do, mode. I in my fan mode, and, and and I must say, even in even in my you know director's mode. I would be saying that this side is good enough. I mean, let's let's be honest. We 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 are not, as we speak, a top four football club. Top four football club has internationals uh, right the way through the squad. Um, the key for us will be how fortunate are we going to be through the season with um, with injuries. Now, yeah. at the moment, we've got. Um, uh, we've got Song. Alex Song is, is injured, but due back any moment. Could yeah. be could be on the bench against Chelsea. Could be. Um, yeah. You've got Andy Carroll, much maligned, but let me tell you about Andy Carroll. He is working 
I've never seen him work as hard as he's worked in the last uh, eight months to get back fit. Uh, and he's now stronger than I've ever seen him. Um, and, and, and Andy could go 10 years without another injury. I mean, of course, I'm exaggerating. I don't, I don't mean uh, a knock where he's out for a couple of weeks or a strain um, muscle or something. I'm talking about he could go the rest of his career now without a major injury. Absolutely no reason why not. We understand um, the difficulties because of his size. As a, he's a big man, and, um, and and in a way, he gets different injuries to normal players. We understand him better than we've ever understood him. So there's absolutely no reason why he he couldn't go on, as I say, for the rest of his career without a major major injury. Now. These these issues of of, of injuries uh, in a squad like ours, um, if you get lucky and you don't have three injuries in the same position and then end up playing one of the kids, which we which has happened in the past, or you play one of you know one of your, um, uh, well I think that basically that that's what it really means. It means if you end up playing the kids and you don't want to do that, so luck plays a part. Yeah. In, in injuries. At the moment, our luck is running good because, you know, players are coming back rather than, you know, we, we haven't heard. I mean, I went straight down into the dressing room after the Crystal Palace game and apart from congratulating everybody, I want to know if anybody's injured. I want to know if if um, somebody came off um, because they were struggling. Um, and, and when, uh, even when uh, James Collins, you know, went down, I'm thinking, um, you know, I hope he's okay because uh, I think it's so important. Um, and look, look what you've had this this um, uh, at the, at the Crystal Palace game just to show our luck, our good luck. Um, we had a uh, we we have arguably our two best centre backs were injured, and yet Tompkins and, um, and and James Collins were were fantastic. So, yeah. but but if you had a third injury. That's where your bad luck kicks in, because then you would be playing um, one of the, um, you know, a, a centre back that possibly has never played, uh, is, uh, you know, never played in the Premier League. Would be one of the youngsters coming in. So, but yeah. next week, hopefully, both all four will be fit, um, and and you know, you're not on the brink of worrying that you might have to bring in a young player. Yeah. So I, 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 it's great, and I think you're right. As long as we keep fit, then uh, we can be very optimistic. I just want to move on for a moment and touch on last week we saw the serialisation of former manager Sam Allardyce. Uh, he had a lot to sell, and we all realise he's trying to sell books, OK? And, you know, he brought up the, the thing about West Ham Way and deluded fans and all that. And we, we can take it a little bit tongue-in-cheek because we know he's trying to sell his book. Uh, my question to you is, are you going to update your autobiography now with the Sam Allardyce years? <laughs> is there any more to come out? Yeah, no, I'm... Uh, um, it's only, it's only a, a, a month or so ago that I um, updated it. And don't forget, mine is not a book. Mine is... Um, um, is, is uh, my book is 10 years old now, and therefore my book is um, is on the internet where I can alter it uh, almost at will, so um, and it's free on the internet, so I can pretty much do what I like, which is nice. Um, but no, I'm I'm still working on um, the new stadium, the chapter on the new stadium, how that all happened, and there'll be um, you know I'll pick up on a few points on 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 Sam, um, but um, but I'm not looking to sell anything. Is there any hard feelings of what he's saying at the moment, or? Do you just sort of say, no, well... No, I mean, I, I don't think he's really said anything um, detrimental to, to the board. He might have, uh, you know, he, he does talk about the West Ham way and he, he claims that um, he never understood the West Ham way. Um, uh, and, and, it, and it's really, the West Ham way is more in people's hearts than it is something tangible. Um, so it's always... Uh, it's difficult for one person to to understand, uh, you know, what's going in on in the mind and in the hearts of uh, somebody else. So I can understand why he 
why he kind of claims that um, that it's difficult to understand, you know, or for Sam to say, you know, what does the, what is the West Ham way? I know what the West Ham way is. What I feel in my heart, um, uh, and sometimes you can't explain that. Yeah, I, I agree, and I don't think we we're ever going to see eye to eye with Sam on this issue. And we've, no. we've probably given Sam enough airtime and plugs for his book anyway. Yeah, um, but yeah, as you say, I, people yeah. can download your book free of charge from from your website. Yeah, and they can, you know, there's, uh, um, yeah, and of course, as I say, they can go there now, or they could go there in a year time, and it will be different because it's forever being up up. up um, Updated, you know. I, I might spend uh, um, a few days um, revising it, but it's always to improve it and 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 bring it up to date. Where Sam's book will be, and and indeed everybody's book, you know, a year after they published it, it basically is old hat. But by doing it the the way I'm doing it on the internet, which gives me a lot of pleasure because it's like the diary of my life, um, and I can. And I can um, correct it and adjust it and update it um, whenever I whenever I feel the need. Okay, let's move on for the future. Let's before we get yeah. to the Olympic thing, let's just talk about Rush Green. Um, Jack Sullivan uh, recently said on on Twitter, as you know, he likes to reveal these things that we were going to keep Chadwell Heath. There were rumours that we might sell Chadwell Heath for housing and use the money to uh, update Rush Green. It seems to be really important now. All of our main competitors, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal in London, of you know, 100-acre-plus uh, state-of-the-art training facilities. Um, I know uh, we were recently told that you've spent around £2.5 already on Rush Green with another further £10 million, um, mm. to spend. What, what is the situation? What is the future of Rush Green? And how will we have state-of-the-art training The situation is the clubs that you're talking about are super-wealthy clubs. Um, we've got to, um, we, we have to understand where West Ham is. West Ham, uh, um, six years ago, was on the brink of administration with £100 million of the debt. Um, we're restructuring the whole football club. We're moving out of Upton Park and we're moving into a, um, a brand new stadium. The, uh, all of these things cost money. Um, and you, we have to be prudent on how we spend our money. Uh, super wealthy uh, clubs can do everything. They can buy players, uh, they can um, uh, build um, uh, new stadiums, they can build uh, super um, training facilities, and they can do it all at once because that's what super wealth enables you to do. We're not a club like that. We're a club that inherited £100 million of the debt, uh, very poor facilities at both uh, Chadwell Heath and at um, uh, Rush Green, but if you go to Chadwell Heath, although although um, the office uh, buildings aren't uh, luxurious, the pitches are of the highest quality, which is the, the first thing that we did. We ensured uh, we, we we laid a number of pitches at Chadwell Heath so that the actual training facility is of top quality, um, and. But what we actually did was only did enough. It's now got three um, um, world-class pitches. Um, you've got drainage has been dealt with. You've got lighting that's been dealt with. Lots and lots of things have been dealt with. Have we, have we um, um, planted roses in the gardens? No, we haven't. Um, we've done the basics of the things that have to be done, and each time we are each year we put we spend money on rust green to improve it. It's probably, and nobody knows for sure, but the likelihood is that the, eventually the first team will move in, into um, rust green because the facilities there, in due course, will be better than can be done at Chadwell Heath. So Chadwell Heath will be will be given over to the Academy and the first team will probably go to uh, Rush Green. And each year we will spend money on improving the facilities. And in in a, new, in a few years to come, they will be as good as anybody in in the Premier League. Yeah, I think but, I think we look forward to that. We think 
just finish yeah. off on that. I have to say, what we've done is that the priorities um, have been, you know, do we spend five million on on um, on on putting some really nice facilities in in at Shabwell Heath or at uh, Rush Green, or do we buy a, another centre forward? Well, we bought a centre forward. And the year before that, we bought a centre forward. And the year before that, we bought a centre forward. You could have, we could have spent uh, 15, 20 million uh, on on our facilities and got relegated. So there's your proof. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, we're making judgments. Of course, we want to improve the facilities. Of course, we want to have as good as anybody in the Premier League. Uh, that is our aim. Our aim is to have. Uh, world-class facilities and world-class players. Um, but can we do it all overnight? No, we can't. There you go, part one of our interview with Joint Chairman Mr. David Gold. Good so stuff. Good top stuff, six. Then. Top six, then, the Chairman says. Easy. But we can't do it overnight. Well, he well, in the training. overnight bit, he was talking about the training ground, that, you know, it would be difficult to compete with a 100-plus acre grounds that, um, you know... Arsenal and Spurs and uh, Chelsea have got um, as is only 29 acres and as he said you know we've spent money on centre forwards and, and players and therefore we've spent 2.8 million uh, 2.5 million so far on Rush Green um, I, I, everyone thought we were going to move to Rush Green next year um, for the Olympic Stadium but it sounds from what um, DG said there that it's going to be gradual and um, we're going to invest another 10 million is, is what my sources say um, so, yeah, I mean, slowly, slowly catchy monkey, I think is the saying. Is that a saying? It is a saying, <laughs> yes. I've never heard that in my life. Hmm. It is a saying, sure. Um, well so done. So just to say next week, uh, and thanks, DG, by the way, for the, for the interview. Next week, we, we move on to the Olympic Stadium. Uh, we talk about finances, and we talk about what, what the future holds and, and whether we could go beyond the 54,000 capacity at the Olympic Stadium. Um, and and then there's some some light-hearted what we sees for the next five years beyond after moving to Olympic Stadium. Uh, would he ever think of selling West Ham? And um, what happens if if he or Dave something happened to him or David? All those questions and more answered um, next week. And then we have some light-hearted questions. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, spoil it, but we do ask him some questions from um, our listeners, including. Don't spoil it. I won't. I won't. I'll keep that for next week. Some and they've got to listen questions. next week, you see, yeah, and yeah. find out. <laughs> you, you really, you're really holding it back, though, aren't you? Yeah. You really want to try hard. Well, yep. get it all out there. Wonders Podcast Fantasy League update. Uh, Gary Brook is our new leader. Yeah. Well done, Gary. Well done, Gary. Uh, on 568 points. Sean, you're 144th with 399 points. You've jumped ahead of me again. I've got that the wrong way around. I've got the wrong way around, wrong way around but I am uh, in 133rd. <laughs> with 409 <laughs> points let me tell you something right you just I think this, it, I this will show you how bad we are at this fantasy league because I was looking as I was doing it I saw Nigel friend of the podcast Nigel Khan right was above both of us in like I've yeah, got two injured players in my right? team hang on a minute he went oh really Sean he said that's interesting I said why is that he went because I've never changed my team that's what I originally set up the team in the beginning of the season and he's still beating both of us so it shows you how much we know in last place is Lacey Maybelline Bolin, with uh, John, with the team called John Terry's Mum is a Thief, <laughs> uh, with sixty-seven points. That's pretty special to only have sixty-seven. See, points. I'd leave that there and just keep having that mentioned every yeah. week. Just keep <laughs> putting in with sixty-seven points. I think it is. Uh, it's time for this. Is Facebook Twitter question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us, the podcast, via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Mondays Podcast. Uh, Sean, you wrote on the page earlier, we are podcasting tonight. Uh, send in, you, you did describe what's in the podcast. You don't just write this. And then you say, send in your comments, questions, or profound statements before 7.30 p.m. on Monday. Uh, Joan Rutherford said, isn't it great to have happy weekends? Yes. Yeah, it is. No more dreading the results. We go behind, and I'm confident confident that we can get a goal or two, or three. 
I was following the Palace match on Soccer Saturday on Sky Sports News. We were drawing 1-1. It was nearing the end of the match, so I went to make a cuppa. Three minutes later, we were winning 3-1. Happy, happy days. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Lewis John Aaron Trout says, really pleased with everything that is going on right now. Sean, can you confirm if Antonio was a Sullivan signing as he wasn't even on the bench on Saturday? Yet we did have four strikers on there. Would have made sense to have him on in the latter stages. Is um, that, was he a Sullivan signing? Do you know? Uh, no. Um, I think uh, Billage liked him um, and, and the chairman and the manager were in agreement. But that's irrelevant because um, Slavin wanted more forwards on, well, on it Saturday. It turned out to be the right thing to do. His, right? uh, he's been his Twitter presence is uh, still very positive. He's saying all the right things still out there in, in the Twitter sphere. In the Twitter talking Twitter sphere, come and follow us on Twitter. There you go. At more PGA podcast. Uh, we don't have many Twitter followers. Or like our Facebook page as well, because we don't have many likes either. And there's a prize to be won, isn't there, John? Yeah, there is. There's a mug when we get to 500 likes. There is. Andrew Quinn says, quite literally one of the best times of my life. Is there a team you like to beat more than Palace? Uh, Chelsea's one of mine, which I hope we do on Saturday. Yeah. Do you? Is that it? Is that you agree? Yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. Tottenham. What was uh, the question? No, Tottenham are quite used to. Sorry, Sean. Tottenham. What did you say? What was the question? Oh, sorry, Sean. Well, sorry, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll show you in a minute. I can't say it live on air. Oh, okay. So. Uh, that's it for Facebook the question time. Not that many. See, we haven't got many likes or anything. So come and like us. Yeah. Come uh, on. Predictions for the Chelsea, Chelsea game. Chelsea game. 4-0 West Ham. And they always used to beat us 4-0. 4-0 so West Ham. Beat them 4-0, please. Um, John? Oh, yeah, it's it's a season-defining game in my book. Yeah. I don't, don't, not in a negative way. I think no matter what happens, we're going to have a decent season. But I think if we manage to do this lot on Saturday, it could... Propel us into a, a extraordinary season. Give us a, I'm sorry to push you, but give us a score. I'm going to say two-one West Ham, and I'm going to go three-two West Ham. I think there will be lots of goals. I think it will be backwards and forwards. We're score to begin with, then we concede, then we score, and then we concede. I don't want to push you, Sean, but you're going and on. Then we we get the winner on the 89th minute with Dimitri Payet. Uh, I reckon it'll be 2 1, and we're going to win. Dimitri, uh, and we're going to keep, keep squeezing up there in the top four, and we're going to finish in the top six. You just don't understand. Well, that's it for Wanderers Podcast. It is. Yeah. The episode that had David Gold on. Part yeah. one. Yeah, part one. Uh, tune so in next week. Tune in next week two. for all your questions answered. <laughs> Excellent. It's uh, goodbye for me, George. Sean's been. Sean. John has been. Oh, happy. Happy, yeah. John. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.